Truth. Truthfulness. Honesty. The real state of things. Fact. The body of real events or facts. Actuality. A true or accepted statement or proposition. Agreement with facts or reality. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Another Way. I'm your host, KJ Bell, and today we're obviously talking about truth. But uh, I think we have business things to take care of first. It's very exciting. Uh, the podcast is officially on iTunes, so subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Give us a little comment, a little rating, if you would. Uh, yeah, that'll help the podcast and me, I assume. I mean, help me to help you. Help me to help you. You could also go to uh, horizoncreativestudio.com, which I've talked about in the last couple of episodes, but you can go there to check stuff out. I am working on getting workshops up on the website, so it's very exciting. My, my goal is to someday travel around so that you can see me live and we can talk about ways to expand your creativity and unblock yourself and blah, blah, blah. Do all of this stuff that I'm talking about on the podcast in front of you, like in person. And then I can look at your beautiful, beautiful faces and say things that may or may not make sense. Uh, so go and do those things. Go to horizoncreativestudio.com. You can check out the workshop tab. I think it's there. It should be. It might not be. I might be working on it right now. But you can check out my lesson stuff. You can check out... Uh, there are other things, other stuff on the website. And just keep checking back. It'll be a fun time. You can listen to episodes of the podcast there, too. You can subscribe on iTunes, or you can listen there. Or you could do both. Both would be nice, too. Not that I'm trying to push an agenda or anything, but I kind of am. Maybe a little bit. <sighs> So today we're talking about truth. There's a lot of discussion going on about truth these days with uh, with the media and fake news and what's real and what's not anymore. I don't know. Some days I wake up and I don't think any of this is real. But I had a realization a few months ago. Again, in the shower, just like in the in the matter episode. Am I the only I can't be the only one who gets like awesome ideas in the shower. Can't be. Tweet me and tell me if you get awesome ideas in the shower what they are. KJ Bell on Twitter. That KJ Bell. Whatever it is. Find me. Whatever. I don't know. I'm getting off topic. <laughs> so there are two kinds of truth. There's the emotional truth. No, shoot, sorry. There's the objective truth which is the closest to reality. It's in the definitions I read at the beginning, it's the closest to the second and third, the real state of things, the body of real events or facts, you know, fact and actuality. That's what objective truth is. It's, it's the sort of, the way that I always put it is it's the adult side of you. It's the one that goes, okay, I see how this works because of this. I may not like it, but I see how it works. That is the objective truth. But then there's the subjective truth, and that's more emotional. That's uh, the accepted part of the definition of a true or accepted statement or proposition. 
a true or accepted hint accepted so subjective is is i don't want to say the more important but it's probably the more influential of the two because the subjective truth to go back to the analogy the metaphor whatever it is of the objective truth being the reasoned adult side of things the subjective truth is that inner child that uh doesn't know how to reason things out and is just it has has had their feelings hurt or whatever your subjective truth is and doesn't know how to deal with it that's the subjective truth and the subjective truth is what we run into a lot when we have to deal with uh real issues you know i'm i'm working on um i'm reading this book right now called toxic parents by Dr. Susan Forward. And it was just a book that I had heard of and thought, maybe I should read this because my parents are not, my parents were not horrible parents to, in any way, shape, or form. But there are things that they have done and said throughout the years that have hurt in that subjective sense. So here, here it is exactly. Objectively, I know my parents were good parents. Subjectively, I have some things to deal with. And that's really what you have to deal with in this sort of stuff, is figuring out what is objective and what is subjective. And uh, I don't know if you, any of you out there know about the site called Goodreads, which is like Facebook for people who uh, love books. I'm on there, and I'm friends with my mother. And I uh, put that I was... I put toxic parents under my... Uh, currently reading knowing that she might see it but not really because she's not always she doesn't always check things like that she's not very up on the social media if you know what i'm saying my mother but she saw it and so now things are fine things are fine but we're having both of us are having to kind of deal with these subjective truths that have come up. And I told her ba- when she mentioned it to me, I said, based on everything you've ever told me about y- your parents, you should read this book too, because, ooh. Because um, I'm, I'm just seeing patterns in reading this book. And th- it, that's, this is, <laughs> in reading this book, it, it, it talks entirely about subjective truths. Okay, not entirely. But mostly, a lot of the things that you deal with, and I'm not talking about the parts of the book where it talks about um, physical or sexual abuse. I'm talking about emotional. And things that that your parents do that are not even necessarily, that not even that you think of as abuse, but do hurt you a little bit. And we all, you you can all think of an example of what I'm saying. You know, some little comment that your parents probably made as a joke, but that that inner child, that subjective truth inner child, was really hurt by. It's things like that. And that's why these things, that's why we have to break down this idea of the two different kinds of truths. Because what you see as the truth subjectively 
that other person, in this case, I guess we'll just stick with the idea of parents, your parent will see as a completely different subjective truth. And somewhere in the middle is that objective reality closest to what happened, truth. And so you have to break those things down. Because when I was discussing this stuff with my mother, um, part of it happened via text, which is, which is a big problem because you can't, it's very hard to communicate tone through text which I think probably leads to way more misunderstandings than it should in our modern day. Um, so she sent me a text about it, and I read it and t- implied a certain tone to it and was very confrontational with the idea of that tone. And I thought, what is she saying? She, this is very... Um, I just took it badly because of the tone of the text. And it's in talking with her later... It's clearly not the tone that she meant. So our subjective truths were not lining up there. This is what I'm talking about. We have to reconcile those things in our outside relationships and in ourselves. And that's what we have to do as artists. We have to take some of those subjective truths and break them down. Because that's where we get blocked. You know, something completely innocuous that was said by a parent or a mentor or a teacher or just even a friend can completely derail you as an artist. Maybe you loved to draw as a kid. Maybe it was your favorite thing to do. And then somebody mentioned how uh, it looked like a kindergartner did it and you were in the fifth grade and that completely destroyed you and you haven't drawn since. That's the stuff I'm talking about here. And half the time, uh, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to put a number on this. Some of the time, these comments that are made that completely destroy us in, the, in that sense of the subjective truth are not meant maliciously. And that's where that objective sense of okay, I know they didn't mean it that way comes in. And sometimes just recognizing that and reasoning it out and getting to that objective truth can help. And sometimes it can't. Sometimes it's not enough. So you have to dig deeper into that subjectiveness. We're gonna, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor, the. So you all know by now, if you're regular listeners, I hope I have some of those, uh, that this podcast is brought to you by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective of artists on the web at greatgrandprojects.com, featuring my writing partner, Rob Caldwell's musings of a multitasking musician, his blog where he complains about stuff. He's good at that. (laughs) And uh, I help him complain about stuff sometimes. Like I said, writing partner. And the podcast is also brought to you by that thing I mentioned at the top of the show, which is Horizon Creative Studios, which is my uh, my thing, my my deal, my business. So you can go on there and you can check out my links to music lessons, links to my teaching philosophy, both about music and about this creativity stuff that we're talking about. And soon, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you'll be able to go on and explore links to website uh, workshops and things like that. On another way, 
And you can always listen to the podcast there, too. So, yeah. On the web at horizoncreativestudios.studio. There's only one. Horizoncreativestudio.com. And now back to the podcast. So, we have to break down some of that subjective truth. And that's where we have to gain the perspective as artists. And we have to know ourselves. And I know I sound like a broken record here, people, but I'm telling you, the way to do it is that morning pages and writing practice type work, where you just set the pen to paper and you go. Because that will bring up the things that you need to deal with. And yes, it's scary. And sometimes it's mundane. But you got to do it. And I'm, here's why it works. It breaks down and kind of disconnects you from your conscious thinking once you get into it. It bypasses ego, I guess, is, the, is one way to put it. And it gets you to a place where you can identify those subjective truths, but not necessarily fall into the trap of feeling them as much as you might. I feel like I'm not explaining this very well. But the point is, if you drill into the bedrock, you're going to find the crude oil that is the subjective truth that you've been hanging on to. That you have been hanging on to? What is, gr- what is grammatical? <laughs> but if you do that work, you can identify those things. And some of them, it's as easy as just identifying the pattern. Oh my gosh, I do this because of that thing that my third grade teacher said. And then it won't be an issue anymore. And other things are a little bit tougher. You might need to seek some professional help. And I'm certainly not talking about myself. I'm talking about therapy. We have a stigma about it. And I've, I know I've talked about this before, but it's, it's one of my life goals to help break down that stigma as much as I possibly can. Therapy is not a bad thing, people. It is so helpful. You have to find the right person. And sometimes that takes a, a couple of different therapists. I was incredibly lucky in my first go-round of therapy. I found somebody who was incredibly helpful for me. Talking with with somebody else that I'm close to, um, they saw a therapist once, and all that the therapist could say was, how did you turn out so normal when she would talk about her issues? And um, so she's never tried therapy again, and I, I think that just because of that one bad experience. So sometimes it takes a little bit. It's, it's, it's like any other thing. There are people that you're going to gel with, and there are people that you're not going to gel with. So we have to deal with the subjective truth before we can get to the objective truth. And here's another example. It's hard to get past subjective truths in things like politics. That's where you see it a lot of the times. People will believe what they want to believe in certain political issues. And I'm not bashing either political party right now because it goes both ways. You believe something just because members of your political affiliation or that you, you know, you know what I'm saying here. 
politics are an incredibly subjective truth area or an area where the subjective truths run rampant. That's the sentence that should have happened, but didn't. Um, Cause again, nobody has the right answer to any problem. It, the objective truth and the answers are usually somewhere in between. I, I just read this great thing the other night. I'm, I'm, in an Eckhart Tolle book, and you should you should look him up. I was hesitant when I first heard about him. Um, he does a he writes books that are uh, I don't really know how to describe what they are. They're new agey is not the right word. It's it's a spiritual teaching that he does that is not connected to any one religion, and that's difficult. It was difficult for somebody like me to kind of get on board with that stuff because. I have a hard time dealing with uh, religious and spiritual things for various reasons. But one of the things that he said the other night that I thought in the book that I'm reading that uh, connects perfectly to this is that primary reality is within and secondary reality is without. So the primary reality, that subjective truth is what we have to deal with before we can begin to really deal with secondary reality, the objective truth of the matter. It's just like they say on in that airplane speech that you hear every time you get on a plane. If the oxygen mask drops down, please affix your mask firmly before assisting others. You have to affix your own mask before you can go about trying to do anything else, really with a lot of this stuff, you have to begin to deal with your own issues before you can begin to um, deal with other people's issues. That's not where I wanted that to go at all. But you see what I'm saying. In order to grow as people, as artists, as whatever, we have to first identify some of those subjective truths. And it's an ongoing process. I'm not saying that you have to complete dealing with your subjective truths before you can move on and do art because they're going to be constantly coming up. You're going to constantly hear something that is going to, that you're going to take in a way that maybe is not what a person intended. You're going to constantly be running up against subjective truth. It's just about identifying it and dealing with it. It's not ever going to go away. It's not something that makes you a bad person if you're dealing with that. It's just another aspect of being a human on this planet that is not necessarily as pleasant as it could be. But if we only dealt with objective truth, I don't think we would have art. That's the other thing about this. I love science, and I'm not knocking science at all. But science is very objective truth, and art at its core is subjective. And if we didn't have the subjective truths, uh, think about what we wouldn't have. We wouldn't really have perspective if we didn't have subjective truth. So it's not a bad thing, subjective truth. I'm saying it can be. But it's not always. 
in the episodes on on difference and matter, I talked a lot about trying to see things from a different perspective. And that's all that you do when you... That's what you're doing when you're dealing with truth, is you're trying to look at things from another subjective truth, quite honestly. If you're trying to look at something from somebody else's perspective, you're trying to absorb and accept their subjective truth. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes I make this up as it, as I go along, and it comes out really, really, really well. <sighs> but yeah, if we didn't have those subjective truths, we wouldn't have art. But you can't live entirely in the realm of subjectivity, because then things get wacky, and you become a crazy person. Or... Somebody who shouts about fake news all the time. <laughs> Not naming names, but uh, <laughs> it's it's like anything else. It's finding a balance. It's finding moderation. Because I love being able to be adult enough to go, okay, well, she didn't mean that the way that she said it. But also, I love being able to go like, did you hear what she said? <laughs> I read another thing last night. I'm I'm rereading Writing Down the Bones. And if you have if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to any of the other episodes where I I think I've mentioned that book in every episode, but it's just because it's such an influential book. But in that, uh, Natalie Goldberg is talking about how gossip is a way how conversation is a way to practice writing. And it was something about I, I'm, I'm probably butchering it because I can't remember right off the top of my head exactly what it was. But a friend of her said that gossip is a good way to uh, practice telling stories. She said she had a friend ask her, tell me the best piece of gossip you've heard in the past week. And if you don't know any, make some up. <laughs> and I love that because it's, it's totally a subjective truth situation. It is. It is. I love seeing, I love hearing stories from different sides, and that's exactly what I'm talking about right now. I love novels that have a, a different perspective on the same situation. I love hearing, um, well, court cases. You can hear this in court cases all the time, how witnesses have different stories and different view ways of viewing the same crime. It's just fascinating to me. I feel like we might have spun off into a different podcast. But point is, find your subjective truths, weigh them with some sense of objective truth, and uh, you'll be good to go, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make here. Really, the entire genesis of that episode, of this episode, was that idea of there being two different kinds of truth. Because there are. There might be more. I might be wrong. Tweet me and tell me if you think I'm wrong. Or if you think that there's a form of truth I haven't discussed at that KJ Bell on the, on the Twitter tweeting. I guess that's it. This is shorter than I thought it would be. And some of you are probably thankful for that or think that it went way too long. But that's okay. 
You're all entitled to your own subjective truth. Oi. <laughs> so, uh, follow me on Twitter at that KJ Bell. Subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes and uh, check out horizoncreativestudio.com for some stuff that is hopefully interesting. And uh, I guess we'll I'll talk to you next Tuesday, people. See you later. <laughs>